0: Hi there. Welcome to Ask Away, a podcast where kids can ask anything about the Bible. This is Meredith, and as always, I'm here with my own kiddos, Riley, who's nine. Hi. And Peyton, who's six and a half. Hello. Together, we'll tell a Bible story, and Riley and Peyton will jump in along the way to ask away about things they notice or wonder about or think are weird, and we'll talk about some great questions that kids like you sent in. After the show, we hope you'll join in. What did you notice about or wonder or think was odd? Record it as a direct message on Instagram, send it as an email to askawaypodcast at gmail.com or leave it as a Voxer message. We're there as Ask Away Podcast. When you do, please tell us your first name and how old you are. The Bible is pretty amazing as it helps us get to know who God is, but it can also be confusing, new, and so different from how things are now. So we want you to know that when it comes to the Bible, every question is okay and you can ask away. We're so glad you're listening today. What story are we doing today, guys?
1: Moses in the burning bush.
0: Exactly. It all starts when God's people were slaves in Egypt, forced to work for Pharaoh and his empire. It was a really hard experience for them, and they suffered a lot. The Bible says the Israelites groaned under their slavery and cried out, and God heard it and remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob says God looked at the Israelites and God noticed them.
1: Now what is a covenant, you ask? That is such an important question. What is a covenant, Peyton? Well, I kind of forgot.
0: A covenant is like a super duper duper whooper super promise. Exactly. It's a super promise. God will never not do what God has promised to do. Even though sometimes the way God does things or how long it takes for God to do things may not match what we'd want or what we'd expect, God had made a covenant, a super promise with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to make them into a nation, God's own special people. And the time was coming to rescue those special people from Egypt. Now, at the time, every nation had their own gods and goddesses. For example, Egypt has a sun god and a rain god and a river god. They're in charge of making the sun shine and the rainfall and the rivers flow. They were the gods and goddesses in charge of Egypt. People thought that a god was powerful only in their own land and nowhere else. In other words, God's people, the Israelites, would have thought they were stuck because who could possibly save them from the powerful gods of Egypt? Now there was a man named Moses. He was taking care of sheep in a land not too far away called Midian. Moses was actually not a Midianite. He was an Israelite, but he'd been raised in Pharaoh's own household. He was a shepherd in Midian then because he'd run away from Egypt after he'd done a bad thing, which is a whole other story. Moses' whole story actually is really interesting. But for today, we're going to meet him on a mountain in Midian. Taking care of sheep. Exactly. And as he was taking care of sheep... He saw something kind of strange. A bush
1: on fire that wasn't burning up. Yeah, it was on fire,
0: but it wasn't burning up. So Moses was amazed and went to go check it out. And God called to him from the burning bush, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Do not come any closer. Take off your sandals for you are standing on holy ground. Holy is another word that we should probably make sure we know what we mean. Holy
1: means like set apart or different.
0: Exactly. I think a great way to think about holy is to think about cookie dough. Do we like cookie dough around here? Yes. Yeah. What kind of cookie dough should we imagine here in our example? Chocolate chip cookie dough. Awesome. No. Ooh. Chocolate, chocolate chip. T- All right. No matter what, there's chocolate in the cookies, and they're delicious. So imagine you're making cookies— and you take some of the dough to eat with a spoon and then put the rest as cookies on the pan. You set apart that cookie dough for the purpose of eating a yummy treat. In the Bible, holy means set apart for some sort of purpose. A group of people can be holy, like God's people Israel were holy. They were set apart and different from all the nations around them for the purpose of showing what God is like. God is holy, different than every other God around. And places were sometimes holy, set apart for a message or a job, which is what is happening at this burning bush. It's a special place that's set apart for God to share an important message with Moses. And this was the message. I've seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I've heard their cries. I'm aware of their suffering. So I've come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own wonderful land. So go because I'm sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people, Israel, out of Egypt.
1: If you were Moses, how would you react to this message? That is a great question. What about you two? Why don't you start? I'd be surprised and weirded out. I wouldn't expect the message and not be very happy and scared.
0: Moses said, Who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? In other words, me? Really? Not like someone else. Moses doesn't seem happy or excited. He seems overwhelmed and afraid. And God answered, I will be with you. In fact, I have a sign for you. You and all my people will be back free and worship me on this very mountain. And Moses said, if I go to the people of Israel and tell them, the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they'll ask, what's his name? Then what should I tell them?
1: See, every God had a name. It's how you knew not just what they were called, but what they were like. So God gave a name to Moses. I am who I am. Tell the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. I am Yahweh in Hebrew is your God's name. The name of a God
0: tells you something about what they're like.
1: Yahweh, I am, is
0: a name that means always there. Yahweh, I am, is a name that means always there. And God also said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel. Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. Then God gave Moses some directions for what would
1: come next. He would first go to the leader of God's people and tell them what God had said. Then he would go to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and say that God, Yahweh, I am, had said to let the people go.
0: But God also knew something about people who love power. What do you think is true about people who love and worship power? They, they won't let
1: their power go. And they're greedy and selfish and often sometimes not the
0: kindest people around. Yes, and this is the thing about Egypt and Pharaoh. The whole empire is built on the enslavement of the Hebrews and the work that they do while they're slaves. He is not going to listen to Moses and he is not going to give up power. Riley, you thought of something really helpful to help us understand this part. What was it? Do you remember? Have you seen Luca? Remember what
1: Julie says about Hercules? He creates an evil empire of injustice. Only Egypt really is an evil empire of injustice. They're evil and they actually do have
0: an empire. And it is unjust. Things are not fair or right for everybody there. And so Pharaoh isn't going to listen to Moses. Pharaoh isn't going to listen to this God, Yahweh. I mean... Who's this Yahweh anyway? But Pharaoh's about to find out.
1: We'll continue the story next time. Right now, it's time for some, some awesome questions from kid listeners.
0: First, a message to Corbin, who's seven. I wanted to say happy belated birthday. You sent a question to the show a bit ago, but sadly the sound didn't come through very well. So I wanted to invite you to send it again or send us something new. And just make sure I say that I hope your birthday was great. Our first question today is about the Christmas story. Here it is. Hi, my name is Babe, and I'm five and a
1: half, and I would want to know why God just couldn't, like, just surprise Mary.
0: I'm sure God could also have done that. Some people love surprises, other people do not. In this case, though, I think the biggest reason is that the situation is so unusual that looping people in helped everyone know that God was doing this very special new thing. It was a way to be sure people knew that God was in it. People weren't just making things up and lying. Plus, in a culture that didn't usually believe women's stories, God going straight to Mary was really surprising. And kind of a cool way to remind people how God was inviting unexpected, unpowerful people into God's very important work because all people matter deeply to God. I love that question. Thank you for sending it in. This next question comes from Mia, who's four and a half.
1: My name's Mia, and I live in North Carolina. I'm four and a half. And my question is why does the angel? get to name it, and it's God's baby instead of the baby, the
0: parents. You know, we are used to picking baby names now, but the idea of having a name picked for you, like maybe a family name, was more common then. I don't think they would feel upset. But someone's name told you something about who they were. Jesus' name means God saves, and that was important about him. He was the one God sent to save us from sin. Also, when an angel brings a message in the Bible, whatever it is, the message is from God. So, God was the one passing on this particular name, which I think also made it feel pretty special. Our last question today comes from JL.
1: So, I'm JL, and I'm six years old. I live in Kansas. Why does God not give Jesus, right when sin had come into his world.
0: Well, God's first plan was for humans to trust God and be a team forever. Then people said, nope. So next, God invited Abraham and Sarah to follow God, and they became a huge family, a whole nation, just like in our story today. The story of God being the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the beginning of this nation getting started. God picked the people of Israel so they would show the world what God was like. Then everyone could come to God because of them. Israel needed some time to have the chance to become who God asked them to be, like practice. You practice an instrument to get better at playing music. You practice a sport and get better at playing. Israel needed practice living together in a way that matched who God is. Time to practice being holy. God gave them a lot of time first probably because God is patient and really wants to share power with people. You aren't alone in wondering why God takes a long time to do things, though. There are prayers in the Bible about it and verses where others are wondering the exact same thing. And the thing is, we can always tell God how we wish that God would be handling things or that we feel like it's taking too long. And often, as we do, we find God is with us and comforting us even in the things we don't totally understand. Thank you for those great questions. Now it's your turn. If you have a thought or a question you want to send our way, we'd love to hear it. You can record your message for us as a DM on Instagram. I'm there as Meredith Ann Miller. A voice memo you email to askawaypodcast at gmail.com or record it to Voxer where there is Ask Away Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.